What's up, peeps? We're back, as always. I'm your host, Lee Benson. Thank you so much for joining us for our podcast edition of the AEW Insider. Well, I did do the drawing for our Kenny Omega AEW Unrivaled Action Figure because Ringside Collectibles sent me the wrong one. It is posted on the YouTube on our YouTube. I did it Sunday night, so go to YouTube under the AEW Insider, and you can actually watch the drawing. Our winner was Dustin Nunn, N-U-N-N, Dustin Nunn. He has yet to contact me to collect his figure. So if you're a podcast listener who just went to YouTube to enter and you missed it, you're the winner, bro. So definitely message me on Facebook under Lee Benz or join our group, the AEW Insider, and message me. You can go on Twitter under AEW Insider 1 as in the number one and message me. Or you can go on the YouTube video under AEW Insider and just put it in the comments. I did the drawing August 9th, so you have 30 days you have until september 9th 2020 to collect your prize so dustin nunn come on down all right peeps our next giveaway will be wwe the fiend i will fill you in on how you can win that at the end of the show so let's get to the show we'll start with a e w now that Eric Bischoff appeared on AEW, and according to Chris Jericho on his Saturday Night Special, Bischoff will be back sometime in the future. Bischoff is now giving Tony Khan props on his podcast 83 weeks later. Bischoff said, While I was getting ready to go out, we'll call it the gorilla position, but when I was standing backstage ready to be introduced for the segment, I was within earshot of Tony when he was at the gorilla position on the monitors, and I couldn't help but overhear Tony talking to probably Keith Mitchell or somebody in the truck. I'm assuming it was Keith. Tony is into this. Tony's just not the guy with the checkbook. Tony's just not the guy with the check... I mean, Tony is the guy with the checkbook, but he's also a big fan. Tony's the guy with the checkbook who is a big fan, who is also a good producer. And more importantly, loves producing. Therein lies the magic of AEW. How many times are you going to say the guy has the checkbook? Anyway, he also said, His passion in the product, he obviously is a very intelligent and experienced businessman. So check those boxes. But when you have passion and you like producing and you're willing to grab it by the balls as opposed to putting somebody else in that position and hoping they're going to get to do the work that you want them to do. And by the way, that's what I did to a large degree. That's a mistake I made to a large degree. It's that I put other people in positions that I probably should have had much larger control of myself. And that's why I'm pointing this out. Tony is grabbing this thing by the balls, but what he lacks is experience. He makes up for that in passion and in intelligence. And in, in, excuse me, and in enjoyment of what he's doing and taking control over it. So even though he said that's what he did, which he did do with WCW, he's definitely taking a knock at Vince McMahon, how everybody pretty much runs it, but Vince just has the last say. AEW has officially filed a trademark for Stadium Stampede. It's the match they had a few months back. Now they can use it when they like, they can sell products with the name, and they can do it again in the future. Most importantly, nobody else can use it without their permission. I don't know why they waited so long to file for the trademark, though. On Dynamite tonight, Moxley snuck MJF after MJF gave a briefing. 
Brody, uh, Brody, excuse me, not Brody Lee. Cody beat Scorpio Sky. Then Brody Lee challenged Cody for his TNT title at the upcoming pay-per-view or next week. I forget. And he said he's going to give him back his old TNT title. Because Cody actually got a new belt. It's all gold. It's finally done. And Brody Lee has the other one. He said he's going to beat him and he can have the crappy one. And also in the finale of the night, Orange Cassidy actually beat Chris Jericho. I won't tell you how, but he did get that win. On to WWE. First, a shout-out and Godspeed to wrestling legend Kamala. He passed away a few days ago. Kamala was the best. He was the Ugandan giant. They have a set-up, a GoFundMe for his funeral, so definitely donate if they're able. They already raised over $22,000, but the leftover money would really help his wife, Emma Jean. So if you have a few bucks, please go do that. Chris Jericho actually donated $5,000, and also Impact Wrestling EVP Scott Damore donated $2,500 on Monday night. Jericho's really good about that. He donates to a lot of the stuff for people who are in need. So does Mick Foley and uh, JR2, I believe, but definitely Mick Foley and Jericho. All right, peace. We got to pay the bills real quick. When I get back, I got a bunch more WWE news. I got some random wrestling news about uh, maybe a My Spy sequel for the Batista. We got some news on The Rock. Bret Hart appeared on WWE's The Bump. Logan Paul is challenging, challenging wrestlers to a match and offering $10,000. We got a big show, so I'll be right back. All right, peeps, we're back. Remember to show us some love on all major podcasting platforms, also on Facebook and YouTube under the AEW Insider, and on Twitter under the AEW Insider 1, as in a number 1. Back to WWE. NXT and former indie star Shotzi Blackheart's car was stolen. It got stolen outside of her apartment. All of her gear and her famous helmet went with it. Shotzi made a few tweets after it happened. They read, My car was stolen outside my apartment last night in Orlando. It's a 2015 white Honda Civic LYTP77. Last track driving down Chicksaw at 5 a.m. Uh, and most, I'm mostly sad about my helmet. My first day of training, seven years ago, I saw that helmet hung up on a wall next to the ring. I looked at it every day when I went to training. Finally, when it was time for me to start having matches, I asked my trainers if I could have it. Rip helmet, RIP. If my helmet pops up on eBay or something, please let me know. A fan on Twitter is not a fan of the collaborations that Lana and Natalia have been doing online lately. That fan tweeted, Why does everything with Natty and Lana have to be so cringe? And since Lana can't wrestle, I guess you just gotta find something to do with her. Ugh, I wish they kept at Miro, which is aka Rusev, and fired Lana. Now every time Lana is on screen, it's a bathroom break. Hashtag always Rusev day. Rusev seen this tweet and he responded, Hey, you know what? F you, dude. Wishing for somebody to be fired speaks volumes of a shitty person. Fix your shittiness now before you pass it down. Pat McAfee was talking about his upcoming match against Adam Cole, and, and he even threw shade at another sports star who stepped in the squared circle before. He was on his show. McAfee actually said, Listen, I got in shape for my wedding. 
best shape that I've ever been in in a long time. It is nothing just to continue that to go. And I will make sure that I won't look terrible in there like I did Saturday night. Excuse me, in there like I did on Saturday Night Live, guys. No, excuse me, in there like the Saturday Night Live guys did. So he's talking about Colin Jost and the other guy saying they look like crap with their shirts off. And by the way, Tyson Fury, best boxer I've ever seen, but he looked terrible in the WWE ring. There's been a lot of outsiders, even though I worked for NXT for a few years and I've had a match before, shout out to Warpig, IWA East Coast, I also kicked his head off, pinned him. It's a common trend here. I am undefeated. I don't know if anybody in NXT is currently undefeated throughout their entire professional wrestling career, like me. But I'm gonna go. To, excuse me. I'm gonna go to look good in there. I just want to let everybody know that I'm very much going in there with the mindset that I'm gonna win. I'm gonna remain undefeated. I'm gonna dance on the grave of the entire fucking NXT. So that is just how I feel. I think that's how our entire office feels. I feel that is my mindset going in because I got pushed out of there by the guy who runs the place. Hmm. Retribution has been tearing stuff up in the WWE as of late, and their identities have yet to be revealed. They are being criticized for looking like kids or teenagers. We know it's a group of men and women. Well, one NXT star has been tweeting, and his profile pic and background has completely been blacked out, and people believe he is hinting at his involvement within the group. It's none other than Dominic Dijakovic. He tweeted, We will rise from the ashes. And in another tweet, pull the strings, watch them dance. So I don't know, none of them were definitely tall enough to be excuse me, Dominic. But those people they have right there, they could replace them anytime, <clears throat> excuse me, before they reveal them. A lot of people were upset about the dancing women during Raw Underground. I, for one, must say that I was not. I dug it. Another female wrestler did not have a problem with it also. That is Liv Morgan. She said, we have come so, so far in the evolution, and with no signs of slowing down. I don't think it's in any danger. Showing beautiful women proudly dancing, believe it or not, in a huge money-making profession, doesn't hurt anything. Empower all women. And finally for WWE, the Velveteen Dream came back tonight on NXT, and that's very surprising to me with his underage sexual misconduct allegations in the past few months. Finn Balor actually came and interrupted him after he did his thing, so I guess he kind of challenged him to a match at SummerSlam. He didn't say that, but he came to the ring and he's pointing his fingers at him like a gun, so you know what that means. Uh, Adam Cole also invited McAfee to NXT next week and said he's going to kick his ass, and plus some other stuff went on. I liked AEW better tonight, to be honest. Sorry, not sorry. All right, peace. We got to pay the bills. We get back, like I said, we got some Batista moves. We got uh, another Hollywood actor who used to be a wrestler. Big news about them. Bret Hart, Logan Paul, SummerSlam next week, what have you. I'll be right back. What's up, peeps? Welcome back. Remember to stick around to the end of the episode to find out how you can win the Fiend WWE Elite action figure. On to random wrestling and sporting news. Well, if you or your kids like Dave Batista in the movie My Spy, then you might be in luck. In a report, Deadline actually says that the sequel to My Spy may happen soon. 
Amazon has teamed up with STX Films and they're looking to have all the key players from the original movie return for a sequel. And that's due to the film's great viewership on Amazon Prime. So that's awesome. Amazon does play a lot of other people's content. They make their own, but they're sitting there seeing how many views and all that everything gets. And if it isn't going to be backed in Hollywood, they'll put up the money and greenlight it if it'll premiere on their on streaming service. That's fucking great. Speaking of ex-pro wrestlers in Hollywood, The Rock has reclaimed his throne as Hollywood's highest paid actor. The Rock, excuse me, The Rock, The Rock landed $87.5 million. Ryan Reynolds came in second with 71.5 and Mark Wahlberg landed the third place entry with $58 million. So congrats to Wayne. I remember when he was in the fucking Scorpion King in a rundown. That's good shit. Bret Hart appeared on WWE's The Bump, and they asked him who he thinks on a current roster actually carries the torch for himself and others like himself from the Attitude Era, you know, the Golden Era, what have you. Bret the Hitman Hart said, I'm a big fan of AJ Styles. I have been for many years. I like a lot of guys who were more than that. Uh, excuse me, you know, just more than all the style and pizzazz. If you also want to know, I like Kevin Owens. I'm a big fan of Kevin Owens. There's a lot of guys who carry the torch from my generation of wrestling into today's wrestling era. So that's pretty cool. Bret Hart likes AJ and KO, and I gotta agree with them. They are awesome. Hart also praised Roman Reigns for making so much out of his career. Bret Hart knew Roman Reigns from when he was a young kid running around backstage at WWE events. Logan Paul took to his Twitter recently to announce that he would give $10,000 to any influencer who could beat him in a wrestling match. Colt Cabana has seen this and he's been trolling him ever since. It prompted Colt to put up his own challenge. Colt said, 10 G's for any wrestler who can beat me in an influencer match. <laughs> an influencer match. Dalton Castle, Nyla Rose, and others want to take Colt up on his offer. Also, New Jack from ECW tweeted to Logan Paul that he would fight him for the 10 grand. As of right now, I don't think anything's happening with it, but Logan Paul you know, didn't have the balls to respond. And New Jack, if they did do that, would destroy him. He would legit fucking scar Logan Paul for life, as we all know. Alright, peeps, SummerSlam is next week, so you know I will have a pre-show and results show. Also, like I said, it's time for the next giveaway. This time, you could either join our Facebook group or do the same thing on YouTube. I added this in just in case you're already subscribed. There's another way for you to enter. So if you do want to enter to win WWE The Fiend, you could do two things. You can go to our Facebook group. It's called the AEW Insider and just join the group. So go to Facebook, go to AEW Insider and join our group and boom, you'll be entered to win it. Or just like last time, go to our YouTube channel on the AEW Insider. Subscribe first and foremost if you are not, then pick any video, like, share, and comment. So either go to our Facebook under the AEW Insider and join our AEW Insider group, or go to YouTube under the AEW Insider, subscribe to the channel, like, share, and comment, and just like Dustin Nunn winning that Kenny Omega figure, you can actually win 
that WWE Elite, the Fiend figure, in very, very soon. And we're doing this, that's why I'm doing the Facebook and I'm doing uh, the YouTube to get likes and get subs, mostly subs. We want to build our community. I started with nobody, obviously. Our Facebook right now is getting pretty high, it's pretty great. Well, for me it is, it's only 180-something, but I can't say 180-something because less than a year ago I had zero. So I want to build up the YouTube group because then I can start getting paid and then I can actually bring you more content. And I can actually go a lot more places when COVID uh, comes down and tape a bunch of stuff. Like this Saturday or next Saturday in my in the town next to me, there is actually a drive-in that's doing a wrestling night for Friday and Saturday night. The first night they're showing Suburban Commando and then uh, Ready to Rumble right after that. And then the next night they're showing something else and then the special movie. You know, it's going to be No Holds Barred. But each night before the event, they're actually having a ring under the screen and they're doing live wrestling. So just stuff like that. You know what I mean? Toy conventions when they start horror conventions if i get more money that's a lot more content i can bring you guys so definitely join our facebook group and share the hell out of our youtube video so we can get more subs and we can progress together all right i'm rambling on pete's remember to show some love on all major podcasting platforms also on facebook and youtube under the aew insider and on twitter under the aew insider one as in the number one as always i'm your host lee benson thank you so much for joining us Ciao, peeps.